Good afternoon. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today we'll be discussing the First Amendment obscenity trial, Walthall v. State, 594-SW-2D-74, Texas Court of Appeals, Court of Criminal Appeals, 1980. This court case pertains to an obscene film. I wonder what's going on with Walthall. Is he still alive or has he gone to First Amendment heaven? It was in 1980s, so he very well could be dead or he could be here. This is almost as old as I am. The decision says, quote, This is an appeal from, from a conviction for commercially exhibiting obscene material. Punishment was assessed by the jury at imprisonment for 180 days and a fine of $1,000. Appellant attacks the constitutionality of the warrant authorizing the search of the Fine Art Theater, challenging the admissibility of evidence seized during the search of the theater and incident to his arrest, and contends that the information is deficient. End quote. What do you think about 180 days and a fine of $1,000? It's a tragedy if he had to serve those 180 days. I hope he didn't. What exactly happened here? Quote, On the morning of August 18, 1976, Fort Worth police officer J.V. Carter paid an admission charge of $6 to enter the Fine Arts Theater. He viewed a firm which depicts various sex acts and then returned to his office and prepared an affidavit describing the movie scene by scene in detail. Search warrant was issued on the basis of the affidavit. That evening, Carter, Officer Thomas Young, Sergeant E. Paulson, Investigator Jim Kukendall, Investigator Don Evans went to the theater to execute the search warrant. Young paid the admission fee with a marked $20 bill and entered the theater to view the film while the others maintained surveillance of the theater. End quote. Fort Worth Police Department. I've seen cases that discuss the Houston and Dallas Police Department, so now we know Fort Worth Police Department sucks too. This pertains to the First Amendment because it explicitly states it in the decision. It says, quote, Before an allegedly obscene book, film, or other item within the ambit of the First Amendment may be seized by the police, there must be a judicial determination that the material in question is probably, probably obscene. End quote. Much of this decision focuses on the validity of the warrant. And they say, quote, the Texas Constitution prohibited general warrants which failed to particularly describe the property to be seized and allow general exploratory rummaging in a person's belongings, end quote. And also they say the Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution. It also says, quote, those things subject to First Amendment concerns, including allegedly obscene publication films, must be described with greater particularity than other things, end quote. It's good that Carter here, I'm sorry, that Walthenthal here is challenging the search warrant, the various parts of it. And it says, the trial court, it says, quote, the trial court admitted in evidence all items seized from the appellant outside of the theater, including three reels of a pornographic film, a substantial number of business records, and receipts virtually identical to the records and receipts seized in the theater, 
and 870 in cash, including the marked bill used by Young, end quote. Walthenthal, in this case, also tried to object, saying that they didn't instruct the jury right in saying that they need to look for any redeeming value to make it not obscene. And the appellant raised a good point. Furthermore, in the case, it said, quote, Remember this, Mr. Dade said that nobody forced anyone to go in these theaters, end quote. Good point. Good point. Nobody forces anyone to go in there. So, he has a validity there. Unfortunately, although the court ruled a point here or there for the defendant, they said, quote, the judgment is affirmed, end quote. Also, I read on this case that the defendant didn't challenge everything, but they did challenge some stuff. So, we can give props to the defendant. Hopefully, this didn't affect the life of the defendant too much. And let's hope he didn't serve that long in jail. So, what do you think about this? This didn't specify the film that was seized. And it makes me wonder, what was it about? What was it like? I don't see anywhere where it was even titled. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.